This program is brought to you by the partners of A Root Awakening International. Help others find truth. Support A Root Awakening International today. When the Bible tells us to remember, it's not just something we do with our minds. We're supposed to do it with our mouths. In this final episode of The Name of God, Pure and Simple, Keith Johnson explains the biblical concept of remembering with our mouths and the promises the Almighty gives us if we will do so when using His name. Because it's the end of the sixth day, the sun is set, and this is Shabbat Night Live. Shabbat Shalom, Torah fans. Welcome to Shabbat Night Live with Michael Rood. If you've seen any of this month's series on the name of God, you know how much fun it's been, and we've got one more to go. Tonight is the fourth and final episode of The Name of God, Pure and Simple with Keith Johnson. It's also the fourth and final Shabbat of the 10th month on the astronomically and agriculturally corrected biblical Hebrew calendar. Plus, it's the final few hours of 2021. Can you believe that? Where did this year go? We need to talk about an opportunity that is quickly disappearing with this year as well. So please welcome my co-host, the Chief Operating Officer of A Root Awakening International, Ted Clayton. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me here tonight. I, ladies and gentlemen, I am just so happy to be here on this, I guess, New Year's Eve of the Gregorian calendar. Yes, and there's uh, a couple of things that are just disappearing. Number one is the love gift in front of us, and we'll right. let uh, the commercial after we're done talk about all that. But Oh, absolutely. Uh, one thing we wanted to talk about is the um, the end of year giving. So there's only a few yeah. hours left, and we've, we've made some plans for yes. uh, 2021, or 2022, that, or rather, that is. Right. Uh, but uh, we need uh, to know what we're up against financially before we can really put those into play. Absolutely, Scott. There are only hours left, ladies and gentlemen. If you would love a wonderful tax donation in the year 2021, what a better place to give than a Root Awakening International. Ladies and gentlemen, literally hours left for you to be able to put on your taxes that you gave to a Root Awakening this year. Ladies and gentlemen, those funds are greatly appreciated by Michael. And we plan for our 2022 year based on what you give right now. So that's why it's so important to us. Yes, I know we've talked about it almost every Shabbat uh, in the month of December. We have to, ladies and gentlemen, because it's that important. And Michael has asked us to convey that importance to all of his ambassador club members, the executive producers, and our partners. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now in these last four hours that we would ask that you prayerfully consider giving your end of year gift to A Root Awakening International. It will go so far to help us spread the gospel to countries uh, in the Spanish speaking world, the German speaking world, Russian speaking world, and China. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, A Root Awakening is in China. And we are just so blessed to have partnerships like Kingdom for Jesus that help us get the word into China right now. So don't think that you know, you're just giving to give, ladies and gentlemen, you are giving to the kingdom 
when you give to A Root Awakening. And we thank you so very much when you do. We're gonna spread that gospel. Michael is gonna come back here and he is gonna spread the word just to all four corners of the world. And as uh, a friend of mine used to say, we are going to cover the world like the waters cover the sea with the gospel of the Almighty. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for your prayerful gift this year. We love you, we thank you, and we could not do this without you. You know, we couldn't do this Shabbat Night Live without uh, Keith Johnson either. And he's been That's a wonderful right. uh, guy to come in here and uh, help Michael give, get some time to heal. And uh, you know, one of the Root Awakening's best friends, uh, or two, I should say, two of Root Awakening's best friends, Nehemia Gordon mm. and Keith Johnson. And I wanna say a special thank you to all of our friends that have come and stood in the gap with Michael this year, giving wonderful teachings, just doing a fantastic word on uh, spreading the gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not going to stop. We are going to continue until every person on the planet knows about Yeshua Messiah. That is how committed we are here at A Root Awakening. We are going to make sure that Yahovah's name is spread throughout the world. And we cannot do that without you. But we really want to thank people like Keith. Keith has done a fantastic job this month uh, with his teaching on the Bible. And we just love you, brother. And we thank you so much for everything you do with that. But all of our friends that have come in 2021, thank you so very much. Thank you for blessing not only us and the Rude Crew here at A Rude Awakening, but all of our partners around the world. We thank you so much. And tonight's teaching is really Really interesting. You know how when, when you first get into uh, the Hebrew roots of things, you find out that, you know, uh, just simple phrases we use in, in Christendom like, uh, like believe in Jesus. Right. So believe becomes an action word. Well, right. how do you believe? That's yes. when you really start to question, you know, mm -hmm. when you're sitting in the church, you're going, well, I'm not told, told how to do these things. Right. And so that's what Keith is going to bring out tonight, which is really interesting about uh, remembering. So it's not just to remember with your mind. It's, remember is actually an, an action word. And it's really neat what he has to say tonight. So that, that's a real treat for tonight. And so, uh, you know, teaching things on this stage that not everybody knows. And we, we always try and teach the things that are sort of um, not being taught anywhere else. Yes. That's gonna come up next month too because we're doing a whole series called Revelation Preparation and you're actually involved in that too. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, you are not going to want to miss next month's teaching, which <laughs> next month in about four hours. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not gonna wanna miss a single moment of that teaching because it is going to prepare you for when things happen bad. Ladies and gentlemen, things are happening bad in this world right now, and we want everyone prepared for it. So yes, we're gonna take a break from Bible teaching maybe just a moment, even though this is all gonna be very, very biblical. Oh, it's preparing for Revelation is preparing what we're doing. Revelation is very biblical. But we want, Michael said, we want you to be prepared. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna do this uh, Revelation Preparation Series. We're gonna talk about communications. We're gonna talk about health in the wilderness, uh, the bank, when the banks collapse, what's gonna happen then. Uh, and it just goes on and on. How to survive in the wilderness. You are not gonna wanna miss the series Revelation Preparation in the month of January. And it's not even just about survivalist stuff, but just preparing in our minds for what's coming, how to recognize things that are being presented to us, what do we do with them? Do, well, we, do we accept them? Exactly. Do we not accept them? Do exactly. we say, oh, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Well, you know, my wife has a great saying, and that is, if a hurricane hits you, it's a bad day. Yes. 
And you know, people see the hurricanes and, tor- and the same thing with tornadoes, floods, fires, all this stuff. And it's not just the apocalypse we have to worry about. It's these things. Or how about government collapse? What mm. about stuff like that? What right. about if the banks collapse? So this series, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to want to miss a single moment of because it could save your life. You know, one of the most profound things, Ted, that, that I found when, when Yeshua said that what they woke me up was that he said, you know, lo, I am with you to the end of the age. And that could be the end of the age when the world ends or when your own life indeed so indeed. that's different for everybody you know it, yeah. it can be when is the end of the age for me is different than the end of the age for you or right. people in the future exactly. right exactly okay so remembering is not just something we do with our minds we do it with our mouths in this episode of the name of god pure and simple keith johnson explains the biblical concept of remembering with our mouths but first it's the kiddish with michael stay tuned Certain things in our world have the same meaning in every culture and every language, like the eternal name of God. In this month's Love Gift teaching, Grandma's Bible, Keith Johnson confirms that the name of God is indeed forever and for everyone. My grandmother never shared with me that she read the Bible. Uh, I never heard about the Bible my whole life, but this is her Bible, it's her family Bible. It's the 1901 version, and we've already found some real cool nuggets <laughs> regarding the name that are in there, to be honest, that I didn't know until yeah. I cracked open her Bible. Donate a $50 love gift, and we'll send you Grandma's Bible on DVD or Blu-ray. Or for a donation of $100, we'll send you Grandma's Bible, plus a replica Megiddo coin keychain and a collectible Dead Sea Scrolls pottery model. Or as a special offer, for a donation of $300, we'll send you everything plus a breathtaking necklace matching the Megiddo coin keychain. Hurry, offer ends December 31st. Call the number on your screen or get your gifts online at monthlylovegift.com. You got some big problems in your life? Everybody does. <laughs> David certainly had a big problem in his life. It was yes. named Goliath, and he took care of it with this from the Valley of Allah, the stream where he picked up five smooth stones. Yes. This is actually yes. from that, that stream, Absolutely. is it not? Absolutely. I'll tell you something, Scott. Uh, we actually met with one of the world's top scholars that when we went to him and talked to him about the challenges around the name of God, yud heh vav with the vowels and the consonants, he sat back in his chair, Scott, and he said this, I will tell you, five smooth stones. And he went through all five things that confirm that what we found in this book was written with only two manuscripts. Now Mm. there are 2,000 plus manuscripts Mm. that have the name of God, consonants and full vowels. We are inviting people to become David with us, that Ah. they can have those stones to battle the bad information out there. And what this book does that's now available to Root Awakening, is gives them the ability to study along with us, and they're gonna learn about this in detail, how Nehemiah and I went and got these smooth stones, and I gave you one. Yes, you did, thank you. Hopefully, they're gonna come along with us. That'd be a beautiful thing. So, there you go, get it on the bottom of your screen, there it is right there, his hallowed name revealed again. Now, you wrote this book, and you gave it to Root Awakening to to help support this ministry. I gotta tell you why, and we got a few seconds. It's because the first uh, version of this book was sent to Israel to two people. Michael Rood and Nehemia Gordon. Oh, really? Michael at the Yom Teru, I'm sorry, the Shavuot event actually let me tell the whole story. And so this is my way of saying to A Rude Awakening, not only thank you, but let's support A Rude Awakening, which is an ambassador for the name. Let's get on board, become study partners, and work together to continue to proclaim his name all over the world. Indeed. Now, it's study partners, if you love in, uh, learning by listening, there's a way to do that too, because there's a CD in the oh, back of the yes, book. Yes. There's all kinds of great references in the back of this book, so you might want to skip to the back first and do that first. Okay? Oh, there's a bonus chapter. Real quick, the bonus chapter? Yes. What about the name Jesus? Oh, <laughs> like not, y- not Yeshua, but Jesus. But yeah, no, Jesus. Jesus, people can understand it. The name of God, 
Language, History, and Context. I love this book. I love this ministry, and I believe it's going to be a blessing. Thank you so much. Get it. It's on the bottom of your screen. On Friday, the sixth day of the week, the markets in Jerusalem are filled with challah that is done differently than it is any other day of the week. On that day, the challah is covered with honey and it is covered with raisins because it is a shadow picture of when the Messiah reigns upon the earth in the Sabbath day or the Sabbath millennium when life on earth will be sweet. Yeshua, the last night, that he had with his disciples before his crucifixion, he took bread and he blessed the Most High. And he said, Baruch atah Yehovah Eloheinu melech ha'olam, homotzi lechem min ha'aretz. Blessed are you, Yehovah, our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. And he said, this represents my body, which will be broken for you. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And so the sanctification of the Sabbath, the Kiddush that we do, sets apart this day and sets apart this very thing that we had rehearsed from the time that Yeshua gave this to his disciples. And then Yeshua blessed the Most High with this blessing that Melech Zadik said to Abraham when he blessed the Most High, Baruch atah Yehovah Eloheinu Malach HaOlam, Berei Pri Hagafen. Blessed are you, Yehovah, our God, the King of the universe, creator of the fruit of the vine. And Yeshua said, this represents the renewed covenant paid for in my blood. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. With that, we do exhibit the Lord's death and what he paid for our redemption until he comes. In the book of 1 Samuel, there is the story of David and Goliath. And when the Israelites are face to face with the Philistines, there's a, a valley in the middle. And this is where David goes to get five smooth stones. This is from that very stream right here, given to me by Keith Johnson. Keith Johnson, welcome. Thank you for joining us again on Shabbat Night Live. And thank you for this beautiful keepsake. I wanna thank you, my friend. This, this is really fun. It's fun with you. Um, it's fun to be opening the Bible together. It's fun to be able to just dig into thump and to see mm -hmm. what we uh, to see what we come up with. I want to, uh, if, if for the folks who didn't get a chance to hear what happened last week, there was a, a phrase that I didn't get a chance to spend very much time in, but I really want to have you do me a favor and just read First uh, uh, Samuel 17, 47 again. We were talking about uh, a very rare spelling of a word that David uses, and David uses, mm -hmm. uses it connecting to the name yud heh vav -Heh. Now, I want people to listen. Now, here's what's really cool about the fact that your Bible uses uh, Yahweh. Uh, here's why this is cool. If you're David, just read it, and, and imagine that you're using this word just before you use the name Yahweh, okay? okay. The word that David uses is Yehoshia. The next word that comes directly after Yehoshia is Yud Hey Vav Hey. That that Bible is most comfortable with saying that that is Yahweh. Now read that. Okay. And that all this assembly may know 
that it is not by sword or by spear that Yahweh gives the victory, for Yahweh is Lord of the battle, and he will deliver you into our power. It's so interesting. So you just completely miss it. You can't see it. It's not there. You just don't see it. Um, if I'm reading it in here and I say, uh, for all will know, the, the, the congregation will know that uh, it is not by sword or spear, Yehoshia Yehovah. I mean, that's the way it reads in Hebrew. Yehoshia Yehovah. Now, imagine that David says, okay, that all will know Yehoshia Hashem. No. That all will know Yehoshia Adonai. No. Yehoshia Yahweh? No, I don't think so. Yehoshia Yehovah. It's spelled the first three letters exactly like the name. And it's such a rare spelling. So again, I want to make sure that people see this. You can check it in the Hebrew Bible. It, it's, it's, it jumps off the page. So, but the whole point of that section was that David was saying he is. And, and I, I really, for me at the, that time, I needed to know that he was there with me right then. And I don't know if that ever happens for you, but where, okay, the was part, I get that. Okay, he's got me covered back there. What about my right now Goliath? Mm. You know, what about my right now challenge? What about that, that thing that's spitting and yelling at me? And to be honest, sometimes I'm sure you feel this, at least certainly I do. There's times where I, I, I will turn on a television and sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm watching Goliath challenging the armies of Yehovah. I mean, it's like mm -hmm. you turn and you hear what's happening in different groups and what people are saying. And it, to be honest, for me, like I said, I, I, I needed that at that time. I'm sure there's other people that are listening that need a right now. Uh, yeah. uh, savior, that they need a right now uh, intervention. You know, yesterday is, is yesterday and tomorrow I don't know, but I need a right now. And, and again, that's what we wanted to talk about uh, with the fact that he is. Yehovah was, Yehovah is, but now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what the Yehovah is, I mean, that's what, when Moses encountered the burning bush, mm -hmm. in order to encounter the Yehovah that is, and I need you right now, mm -hmm. He waited, like we said uh, in the last episode, we, he waited, Jehovah waited until Moses made a move. <laughs> exactly. So we need to make that move we of faith move. and then he shows up and says, ha, here you are. So I believe, and I, I, wanna, I wanna say this carefully, but I really do believe that different circumstances in our life, somebody's listening to this right now that hasn't maybe heard of or what we're doing or maybe had, this is their first time um, hearing about this issue of the name of God, pure and simple. But one of the reasons that I did what I did, and we put some, some, some time, some resources and energy into it. What we did, Scott, is we created a free guide. It's a free guide that basically takes about 50 different presentations on the name of God that people can get right now. So literally all they do is go to bfainternational.com, front page, free guide, click, boom, 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 uh, and they get and they get access to an instant download. The reason for that, again, is that I, I, I talked about this in our first episode. Um, being down in that place of, of study, in that place of um, research, in the place of sometimes loneliness, um, I have to be honest, there's times when you just say, well, do people, will people really get it? You know, do they really understand? What I love about the presentation, the process that you and I have been in, is I believe people can get this for themselves. Mm. So the guide will help them. Um, as they go through, there's there's some fun stuff in there, <laughs> like the video that Naomi and I produced from the Valley of Elah, where I got those five smooth stones. It's so, actually called Border Busters, yep. and uh, it's it's there's actually a video that there a bunch of free things, um, and of course also the book is there. But again, uh, more than anything, giving people the tools. Now for the fun part, can we move to the the third part? Uh, he was, he is, and now what I uh, like to call uh, the name of God, he will be. Uh, the word proclamation. 
Ah. It's the idea of proclaiming. So would you do me a favor and go to, I'm going to say this as it pertains to the name of God. Uh, this is definitely one of my top three verses that um, in Hebrew is so clear, but in English is sometimes uh, pretty confusing. Could you go okay. to Exodus 20, 24? And I'm going to open for those who don't know. Scott, can you tell them a little bit about your Bible and what I asked you to get? and why you picked that Bible, and then I'll tell them about my Bible. Sure, my Bible is the Jerusalem Bible. It's a, it's a Catholic Bible. Uh, I didn't get it because I was Catholic. I just got it at a Christian bookstore, a used bookstore for five bucks, and I got it because it was uh, different than anything else I had, and there was just some really interesting things in here. One of the things most notable was the, uh, the extra biblical books that we consider extra-biblical now, but yes. they were in the original, which are you know the book of Ecclesiasticus, the books of Maccabees, mm -hmm. uh, Tobit, uh, Baruch, Baruch yes, all yes. these beautiful books that really kind of fill in the blanks, and I didn't have any on the Bible that did that, so that's why I picked it up. Yeah, and there's some other things in there too. We found out the last week we were talking about the bush, and I've oh, never yeah. seen a Bible that actually capitalizes the word bush, but they are catching the meaning of that, that name, that word, the bush, hasene, only is referring to what happened with Moses. Mm -hmm. And in Deuteronomy, it, it talks about that's the bush where God's presence rests the Shekinah. So they're so recognizing that they're was the spirit. recognizing it. And again, yep. I, I would, that's why I suggest to people always have at least two versions. I love to use the NIV and the JPS now. I used to use the NASB a lot, but I'm in a fight with the, uh, the editor of the NASB. Mm. Uh, I won't talk about that here. I mean, I talk about it in Hebrew Gospel Pearls. But I've now, um, in terms of going forward, I use the NIV because it's basically a Christian translators and then the JPS, the Jewish translation uh, translators. And sometimes they get it right and sometimes they don't. But what having two allows me to compare and to contrast. Then I pick out my trusty Hebrew Bible, uh, the one that Yeshua read. And boy, boy, the questions get answered <laughs> so often. So Exodus 20, 24, and I want to slow down just a little bit. Um, you're going to read from the Jerusalem Bible. I'm going to read from my grandma Bible, 1901 KJV, before they decide to fix it. And in 1901, <laughs> they had a whole lot of examples. I think there are six or so where they say the name Yehovah with the anglicized J. So oh, wow. Cool. Okay. All right. So Exodus 20, 24. Mm -hmm. You are to make me an altar of earth and sacrifice on this the holocausts and communion sacrifices from your flocks and herds. In every place in which I have made my name remembered, I shall come to you and bless you. Excellent. Say remembered. Remembered. And in here it says, an altar of earth thou shalt make unto me and shall sacrifice thereupon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thine oxen. In all places where I record hmm. my name, I will come to you and I will bless you. Now, I have to say, if we open up the Hebrew Bible, we see something really, really interesting. And, and I, I, I will say this, and I keep saying it's really, really interesting. To me, it's interesting, but it's, it's the kind of thing where it would be difficult, I have to say. It would be difficult if you didn't know what the issue was to be able to find the answer. I like to say this. Sometimes a good question is better than an answer. Hmm. Sometimes a good question is better than an answer, especially if you get the answer without the process. So someone can say, oh, what's the name of God? It is Yehovah. And I, I don't even ask any questions. It is what it is. And someone asks me about it and I don't have any, um, any context. I don't know anything under it. I'm just like, yeah, that is what it is. As a result of this series, I want people to walk away and say, when they ask you, what is the name of God? And you, and you, let's say you happen to believe that it is Yehovah. And then you say, but I'll tell you 
how to say it, but more than that, I want to tell you what it means. His name means he was, he is, and he shall be. Now, mm. this verse is going to help us with that. If I open up my Hebrew Bible, I find something really, really interesting, as I mentioned. Now, this is really cool. It is a word that is in a form that is best explained as something that is caused to be. I don't want to get too technical. It's called the hyphial form. It's a causative verb. So here's what I want to help people understand. This causative verb is used by translators and they pick and choose when they want to use it. Now, they should have, they could have, and if I would have been a translator, I would have stood on the table and said, you have to use this verb in this verse correctly. They decided by tradition that they didn't want to do it. Hmm. But we're going to do something really cool. I want you to go to Genesis 40:14. Now, as you go to Genesis 40:14, I'm going to try to slow down here, and I'm going to go to Exodus 20:24. 20, and in Hebrew, what it says, in every place which I cause to, and there's a word there that um, we could translate into English as, as I cause to mention, not remember, not record, but to mention, to speak with your mouth. Mm. Okay. Now, here's what's cool. I want you to go to Genesis 40, 14. And we're going to unpack this together real quick using our Bibles. Genesis 40, 14. 40, 14. And if you can read Genesis 40, 14. Yes. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so this is about Pharaoh and Joseph. Yes. Uh, that story. Okay. One second. Let me, let me get to both places here. Go ahead and start reading Genesis 40, 14 to make sure that we're on the same page. All right. Go ahead. But be sure to remember me when things go well with you and do me the kindness of reminding Pharaoh about me to get me out of this house. Okay, this is really cool. Your Bible is saying two things. Joseph says there's two things. First thing was? To remember, remember me. me. Mm -hmm. Second thing is? Uh, do me the kindness of remembering, uh, okay, so reminding Pharaoh. Re okay, so Sorry. one is remember me and the second is remind Pharaoh. How do you remind Pharaoh of something? By causing him to remember. And how do you cause him to remember? Uh, by detailing words, the past. If, and if I said to you, hey, listen, do me a favor. Um, <laughs> let's, use, mm. let's use our friend Michael. Hey, do me a favor. Um, remind Michael mm -hmm. uh, that on X date, I'm hoping to come and eat lunch with him. Okay? How would you remind Michael? You would speak. You would, you would to, say it. Yeah. You would tell him, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd say, hey, make, make, hey, Scott, remember me and make sure to mention me. So here's what Joseph is saying uh, according to the understanding of, of what he's saying according to the text here. He's saying, rem re remember me with your mind. Okay, mm. remember, where is memory at? Mm -hmm. In your mind. How do you mention with your mouth? Huh. So Joseph is saying, remember me with your mind, mention me with your mouth. It's this word, this word that mm. we find in the Hebrew Bible, azkir, is to cause to mention, cause to remember, but not just remember with mind, remember with mouth. So now I want you to go to the JPS. Um, listen, I want you to go to the JPS. I'm going to go to the, <laughs> J, the JPS. And uh, if I go to the Jewish Publication Society, um, I think I have it here. I believe I have it here. Uh, yes. And well, I, actually, I don't have it. Up. But I will tell you, if you go to the JPS, they use the word mentioned 
okay, with no problem. Mm -hmm. This is the word mentioned. However, if you go to the JPS and you read this verse in Exodus chapter 20, 24, they won't say mentioned. Because what does the Bible say in Exodus 20, 24? Wherever I cause my name to be mentioned, mm. wherever I cause my name to be spoken, wherever I cause my name to be proclaimed, to Azkir, wherever I cause my name to be mentioned, here comes the fun part, I will come to you and bless you. That's a game changer. My grandma Bible says, hey, look, if you record his name, I'll bless you. Your Bible says, eh, if you remember his name, he'll bless you. What the Tanakh says, what the Hebrew scriptures say is, if I cause you to mention my name, now how does he cause us to mention his name? We learn about who he is. We learn about who he was. We learn about who he will be. We learn about his name. We learn about the power of his name. You and I were talking over our break about there's all of these descriptions in the Hebrew Bible where it's his name connected to an action, connected something that explains a description about who he is. So what's exciting about this verse in Exodus 20, 24, is it's a literal invitation to the he will be, why? He will be in the blessing when we mention him. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, to me, that, that, that just you know, excites me. The fact that he's actually telling us, I want you to mention me. And isn't that what we, what we learned in the first, first thing we talked about? Go to Numbers chapter six, if you would. Numbers chapter six. We talked about in the beginning how, uh, as I was mentioning, and well, actually, uh, under the issue of the he was in the creation part, we we're talking about the fact that um, the he was uh, in creation, that, that that person, Emmanuel Cleaver, basically what is, he was stealing Yehovah Bore, the one who created, by saying it was someone else. Mm. But, but when we're talking about Numbers chapter 6, what does it say? Read 6, 24 to 26. 24 to 26. All right. May Yahovah, pardon me, Yahweh. <laughs> Folks, we got him my, again. <laughs> my, bra my brain says, say Yehovah, or they're going to crucify he's you. Causing, he's causing. <laughs> hey, Scott. He's, listen, you just did it. Wherever I cause... Now, listen to this. Now, you just did this. This is so cool. Okay, now, just this is what the Bible says. The Bible says, wherever I azkir, I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come to Scott and I will bless him. I'll take that. He will be. He will bless. So now you're trying, you're, look at, you're even looking right at the English. It says right there, Yahweh, and you just can't help it. Right. <laughs> Say he caused it. He caused it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so on. now I'm fighting against God to read his word. Okay, so may, may Yahweh bless you and keep you. May Yahweh let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May Yahweh uncover his face to you and bring you peace. Mm. That's interesting. May Yahweh uncover his face yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says there. Huh. Now, I got to tell you, I got to give a little credit to my friend Nehemiah. You know, he is, a, I, Michael calls him the most honest scholar. He's, Nehemiah for me um, has been a, a true blessing in this because what he did is he didn't ever hand me anything. He never made it easy, but he basically opened the door for access. Mm. I had to be willing to go in and to dig and to learn. I, as I said, I asked Nehemiah, I said, I need to know four things. And we're going to actually talk about this hopefully uh, in, in some future episode. Uh, but I said, I would need to know about consonants, vowels, accents, and Masoretic notes. Those four things 
are things that are in the Hebrew Bible that really give you an ability to understand what the intention of the scripture uh, is or was when it was written. Um, and so learning those four things has really changed my, my whole life. He wrote a book called Shattering the Conspiracy of Silence, and it's based on this uh, particular blessing. It's on this particular passage, and it's, it's a phenomenal book. Um, folks should get it. I know it's here at A Root Awakening, Shattering the Conspiracy of Silence. But what it says in that thing, that you, what you just read in number six, here's what it says in verse 24. May Yehovah bless you and keep you or guard you. May Yehovah shine his face upon, upon you and be gracious to you. May Yehovah lift up his countenance or his face or his presence to you and set to you shalom, peace. Thus my name, when they set my name upon the sons of Israel, I indeed will bless them. So here we've got this situation where Yehovah says, it's, it's my name. I want you to place my name. This is, a, this is a blessing of proclamation. Those Israelites who took the silver scrolls that we talked about in episode number one, I think it was, and in their death said, listen, for their will, when I die, make sure that you place upon me the name of God and that that is exactly what it was on them. I mean, that's, to me, that is just absolutely wow. <laughs> amazing. But we, we get to go a little bit further in terms of how Yehovah himself does some proclamation as we go forward. But pro proclaiming is the he will be blessing that comes in knowing his name. All right, well, we're gonna get into more on that in just a second. Mm. Thank you for bringing Keith here. I thank you because you made it possible. Mm. Through your donations, we are able to do Shabbat Night Live. We're able to bring in Keith, mm. and uh, we're able to do future episodes, speaking of the future and proclaiming and, mm. and uh, things of future generations. That's what happens when you give to Root Awakening. You are giving to future generations Amen. for them to be Amen. able to see this. Other people gave so that you could see it now. Mm -hmm. Now it's your turn. Take your opportunity, make it so that other people can see this, and we'll give you a couple minutes to do that. We'll be right back. Thank you for your support of Shabbat Night Live. Before the break, we were talking with our guest, Keith Johnson, about mm. the name of Yehovah, and we were talking about remembering real briefly and how do we not forget. We remember and we speak. Yes. And I was thinking about how, uh, something just modern times, how we don't forget about, let's say, the Holocaust. How yes. do we not forget the Holocaust? Mm. How do we remember it? We don't just remember it, we talk about yes, it. Yes. We tell people about it, saying, don't you ever forget this. May mm. it never happen again. Amen. There's you know, museums dedicated to this. and so why wouldn't we do that with the name of God? Why yes. would we not speak it and say it and pass it on? Well, one of the things I wanna challenge people to do is to go to this verse, um, go to Exodus 20, 24, and check a number of different uh, versions, and you'll find a variety of versions. Uh, it's very rare to find one in Exodus 20, 24 where it says to mention, but I will tell you, in the Hebrew Bible, there's no question. In fact, we find other places where the exact verbal form is translated, that's what I was trying to say with the JPS, the Jewish Publication Society, clearly understands that this is a causative verb. Mm -hmm. And they do use that exact way to mention in other verses in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I love to do, uh, Scott. I love, and that's why I gotta tell you, thank you so much for participating in this crazy idea. It's like, hey, <laughs> can you bring your Bible? We're gonna, you know, but just the idea of being able to open, to crack open this book and to be able to compare and to contrast. And the fact that we've got the Hebrew here um, allows us to to really get a chance to, to to see if it's if we've left the farm or not or mm -hmm. if we've gone too far. So 
um, I want to talk about proclamation. Uh, before I do that, I want to just take one second of something that I did was a creative thing that I did that really was a game changer for me. And that is in the back of this book um, uh, under this issue of pro Proclaim. What I did, Scott, is we put a CD in the back of the book and there are 40 different names with description that are connected to Yehovah. In other words, the one who was, is, and shall be. There are also 40 descriptions with the title El, Eloah, Elohim. And what I did is I put those to music. And so people mm. are able to put that in the devotion life. It's great memory tool where you can, as I was mentioning to you, there's one name where you know, he says, uh, he will complete for you. And, and you're in a project and you're, you're needing help and you need him to help you. And you proclaim that name and they, they, they just roll off your tongue. It's just mm. beautiful. It's beautiful. Anyway, I'd like us to go under proclamation. We're dealing with the will be. We know that he will bless that's what it says. You place your name. He says, if you place my name upon the sons uh, of Israel, I indeed will bless. I will cause Scott, though he's reading Yahweh, I will cause Scott to say Yahovah. Why? <laughs> I want to bless Scott. Did you not get blessed with one of the little pebbles? From the I did. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> from the very stream where David got his Absolutely. five smooth stones. Yehoshia, yes. Yehovah. It's a beautiful, beautiful phrase. Um, I want to go to Exodus chapter 33 and 34. Um, the reason this one is important is that there's, there's two times that I, I think that his proclamation of his name is really, really clear. One is during the time of the Ten Commandments. This is uh, uh, one of the most beautiful presentations of, of him speaking his name. In fact, let me, you, you hold, uh, which one? I, I have it, Exodus there, right? I have 33, yeah, Exodus okay. 33. So you, you do me, let me just do something real quick. Because I love, um, I love this. In Exodus chapter 20, this is a great example of proclamation. Um, when I was deciding whether or not I would write this book, this verse is what was used. The father used this verse as a hasene, as a bush. I was on my way to Colorado Springs where that was a place where I'd had some spiritual uh, experience there in the past. Um, it was where I, I, I had taken athletes uh, when I was under the ministry of Christian Athletes United for Spiritual Empowerment. We'd take them to Colorado. They'd have their mountaintop experiences. So before I um, had a conference, I actually prayed a prayer at the top of a mountain. I talk about it a lot. And I prayed this prayer. And I said, Father, teach me to love what you love and hate what you hate. Mm. Change my life. Uh, I was on my way back to Colorado Springs to do a, con uh, to do a presentation with Nehemiah on our book, A Prayer to Our Father, Hebrew Origins of the Lord's Prayer. And as we were going back, I made an assumption, say assumption, uh, that I was supposed to just speak about the same thing. And I went to go get on an airplane. And as I'm about to get on the airplane, there's an announcement over the airplane saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got a little bit of a delay. Uh, there's a maintenance issue with the plane. So they go in and do some maintenance issues. 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, pretty soon I see people getting off the plane and running somewhere else. It looked like they were on their way to try to get other reservations. I go to the front, they say it's canceled. This flight's canceled, you're not gonna go to Colorado Springs. And I, I felt convicted because something in my spirit said, Keith, did you ask Father what you're supposed to speak about? What do you mean? You're talking about I'm on tour with Nehemiah. We're going to talk about the book. But did you, did you ask? Did you pray? Mm. So I went home and I prayed. And I said, Father, what would you have me speak? And, and I, don't, I don't know if anyone else experiences this. This is what I experienced. He led me to this verse. Mm. And he led it to me in Hebrew. So I go to the verse, I open it up, and the verse says, and remind me to get back to, to our Exodus 33. 
the verse says this. This is as he's got the, the, the people uh, out of Egypt and he's about to speak his words and he says, Anochi Yehovah Eloheka. Those three words, I, Yehovah, your God. That's his introduction to these people that he just took out of Egypt. And so as I was praying about it, Keith, I want you to talk about my name. I, yeah, but we're talking about the book, A Prayer to Our Father, Hebrew Words, Lord's Prayer. Yeah, but what does Yeshua teach? Yitkadeshimka, your name be sanctified. That's what Yeshua says. Our Father who art in heaven, your name be sanctified. And that is a call to action. So I get to Colorado Springs. I say, hey, listen, Nehemiah, um, I'm going to talk more about the name. And I tell this story because I said, hey, listen, I think we got to talk more about the name. And Nehemiah was like, listen, Keith, you know, it, we, uh, we already kind of did that in the book. I'm not sure we're supposed to really do that. By the way, they won't invite us if we start talking about this. And I said, Nehemiah, I really strongly feel like I'm supposed to do it. Come on, let's do this together. He says, hey, good luck. <laughs> and he did that because the father did that on purpose. He forced me. He forced me to have to go it alone hmm. uh, for that period of time. And during that time, Scott, it was as if he downloaded, he arrested me. I was mesmerized by what the English Bible says about God's name. I mean, it hmm. really changed me. It changed my life. And that's how this book was written as a result of Anochi Yehovah where he pronounces himself. Now we go to 33. And let me say again, folks, the reason that I was able to do what I did is because Nehemiah uh, opened up the safe. He opened up the treasure trove of information, inspiration, and revelation on the name that really caused me to be able to have my own experience. And I'm hoping that that's what happens with people here too. Mm. Now, Exodus 33, and I asked you to go to, I think, 17, or what did I say, 16? to Yes. Uh, 33... 13. 33.13. Read it. All the way down to 34.7. Yes. All right. 33.13 starts. If indeed I have won your favor, please show me your way so that I can understand you and win your favor. Remember, too, that this nation is your own people. Mm. Yahweh replied, replied, I myself will go with you and I will give you rest. Moses said, if you are not going with us yourself, do not make us leave this place. By what means can it be known that I... I and my people have won your favor, if not by your going with us. By this we shall be marked out, I and my people, from all the people on the face of the earth. Yahweh said to Moses, again, I will do what you have asked because you have won my favor mm. and because I know you by, by name. Mm -hmm. Moses said, show me your glory, I beg you. And he said, I will let all my splendor pass in front of you and I will pronounce before you the name Yahweh. I have compassion on whom I will. I will show pity on whom I please. You cannot see my face, he said, for man cannot see me and live. And Yahweh said, here is a place beside me. You must stand on the rock. Mm. And when my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock yes. and shield you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take my hand away and you shall see the back of me. But my face is not to be seen. Stop right there. We're just, now just, just, just so we back up a little bit, I should have given you 12 uh, before I said 13. Uh, it says, and Moses said unto Yehovah, see thou, oh, look, now I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's Bible doesn't say Yehovah, it says Lord. And Moses said unto the Lord, see thou sayest unto me, bring up thy people, and thou hast not let me um, know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now he's telling Moses, he's saying, look, I know you by name. Hmm. 
And it's so, it's so cool because he's like, hey, Moses, I know you by name. Now I'm going to let you know my name again. I'm going to proclaim my name again. So when we get to the next part, which is 34, this is where it gets really interesting. Go ahead and read through verse, I believe it is, Seven. Yeah. Yes. Yahweh said to Moses, cut two tablets of stone like the first ones and come up to me on the mountain and I will inscribe on them the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready by morning and come up to the mountain of Sinai at dawn. Await my orders there at the top of the mountain. No one must come up with you. No one be seen anywhere on the mountain. Even the flocks and herds may not graze in front of this mountain. And so Moses cut two tablets of stone like the first, and with the two tablets of stone in his hands, he went up the mountain of Sinai in the early morning as Yahweh had commanded him. And Yahweh descended in the form of a cloud, and Moses stood with him there. He called on the name of Yahweh. Yahweh passed before him and proclaimed, Yahweh, Yahweh, a God of tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in kindness and faithfulness. For thousands he maintains his kindness, forgives faults, transgressions, sin, yet he lets nothing go unchecked, punishing the father's fault in the sons and in the grandsons to the third and fourth generation. Amen. So we should just have a revival. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? So he's going to do this. So He says, I know you by name. Moses says, I'm not going anywhere without you. He says, okay, I'll go. All right, show me your glory. All right, I tell you, I'm going to show you my glory. And then he connects, I'm going to show you my glory with, I'm going to proclaim my name. Like, what's the connection? Like, Mm. come on, I said, show me my glory. Yeah, I'm going to show you my glory. I'm going to proclaim my name. That's your glory? Absolutely. Mm. It gets better. When he gets to 34, he goes on, and I'm going to my Hebrew Bible, you all, because in my Hebrew Bible, 34, and I think it is verse, uh, let's see, six, what do we have? 34, 7, 6. Yahweh passed before him is 6. Yeah, what is 34? Mm-hmm. So, so, so start reading 34, 6. Okay. Yep. Yahweh passed before him and proclaimed, Yahweh, Yahweh, a God of tenderness and compassion. Sorry there. Excellent. 6. Now, if I go to 34, 6 in Grandma Bible, it says, And the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Now, even if you don't have your Hebrew Bible, what you can know right now is that what you just read is a very, very rare occurrence, very rare occurrence, where Yehovah is proclaiming his own name twice in a row. Hmm. I call it once for heaven and once for earth. Now, there's some <laughs> technical things we could get into. In fact, I did something before I came this morning. I called up Nehemiah and I said, Nehemiah, last night I was looking at something, not this particular passage, but another passage. And I was looking at it related to the accents. In fact, I hopefully we'll get a chance to share a little bit about this with our uh, love gift teaching or yeah. something like that. But anyway, yeah. uh, 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 what I love about it is, is that the accents show us something that is so amazing regarding a different pronunciation of God's name, Hmm. a different one, another, a variation, but means the same thing, was, is, and will be. In this situation, the story and the picture is so amazing. He says, all right, I'm going to do what you asked. I'm going to show you my glory by proclaiming my name. And so he goes by and he proclaims his name twice. One interpretation is, Yehovah is Yehovah. In other words, when he proclaims Mm. Yehovah, Yehovah, you could say Yehovah, break Yehovah. But this situation here is one of only two times where the name of God is proclaimed twice in a row, Yudhe Bafe, Yudhe Bafe. The other one is in Psalms, but it's not doing this. 
this is, see, for me, Scott, this is a reason to slow down. This is a, this is a hasene. This is a, this is a burning bush. This is a beautiful color of a bush with the presence of God in it that should make us slow down because the father is saying this, my name is so important. I connect it to my glory and Mm. I am going to show you about me by doing the thing that you and I are talking about. We're talking about the third one. He will be. He proclaims he will be. Now, I hope we have enough time for this. I want to introduce on Shabbat Night Live a new English name for God. Do it. Isn't that controversial? I mean, shouldn't that be controversial or something like that? What do you mean you're going to pronounce? I want to announce on Shabbat Night Live, for those of you, you don't like the pronunciation Yehovah. Ah, We just don't think the Masoretes got it right. You don't like the pronunciation Yahweh, okay? You don't like that. You don't like the pronunciation, whatever. I have an English name that I think we could both agree to. Are you, do, do you want to hear it? I'm I'm not, open I can't to believe it. why you're not standing up and dancing and shouting. I mean, this is huge. I don't know if Shabbat Night Live has ever done this. Have you ever done this before? We've never done has this before. Has anyone come on Shabbat Night Live and proclaimed a new English name for God? To be honest, you're making me a little nervous. But uh. You should be nervous, but you don't have to be nervous because what I'm going to proclaim is based on what his name means. His name means, drum roll please, he was, is, will be. That's his name. What's his name? He was, is, will be. Did Hmm. you catch that? He was, he He is, is. he will be. So the new name is, if you don't like the Hebrew, it's he was, is, will be. He was, is, will be. Everyone kind of rolls off the tongue kind of nice, doesn't it? It sure does, it it really does. It's like, (laughs) he was, is, will be. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but I need that. I want you to do me a favor. We're gonna open, we have enough time for this to prove to you (laughs) that my name is not outside of biblical truth. Go to the book of Revelations, chapter 1, verse 4. Revelation. Revelations. Now, I'm going to stay in my uh, Jerusalem Bible for this one. Okay, excellent. Okay, that makes sense. Jerusalem. All right. Don't get nervous, guys. Revelation we're still 1. Based on, we're still based on what the Hebrew says. Revelations, chapter 1, verse, verse 4. 4. And read it nice and loud and nice and slow. From John to the seven churches of Asia... Grace and peace to you from him who is, who was, and is to come. My gosh. Grandma Bible. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. That's my grandma Bible. Come on. That's a good one. Now go to Revelations chapter. Oh, you want to look in the chronological? I'm just, I'm just curious. Absolutely. Oh, was and is and is yeah, to come. Same I thing. I guarantee you that Michael has in there because he's a Bible thumper. Michael knows the name, the meaning of the name. He knows all of that. <laughs> and sure enough, in the, in the uh, chronological gospels, he has it just the way it is. From the one who is and who was and who is to come. Yeah, so, yeah, hoping, so there it is. I'm hoping, you know, when I first talked to Michael about this name, I sent him a personal study uh, that was called for his namesake and I sent it to him in Israel. This was just after I wrote it. <laughs> I sent it to two people. I sent it to Michael and I sent it to Hemia. Crickets, <laughs> complete quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Michael told me, he says, yeah, you know, I kept that on my the desk in my bed for a long time. I wouldn't read it. But when he finally read it, he, uh, <laughs> he said, you know what, Keith, there's something to this. And then he, he gives this powerful testimony, how he was, is, will be, showed up for Michael mm-hmm. in a powerful way. You got to watch Shavuot 2020, where he tells the story. Now, okay. go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. We almost got a few more minutes. Come on now. All right. 
I am the Alpha and the Omega. Yes. Says the Lord God. Yes. Who is, who was, and who is to come. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the endings, with the Lord. Uh, uh, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come. Again, he was, is, will be. Say it. He was, is, will be. Okay. Revelations chapter 11, verse 17. We're almost, we're clicking along here. 11, 17. Let's see here. Revelations. I'm, 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 I'm going it. the other way. 11, 17. Okay. With these words, we give thanks to you, almighty Lord God. He is and he was. Okay, they missed one. <laughs> they did. The Jerusalem Bible missed one. Somebody say <laughs> Grandma Bible. Grandma Bible, 1901, saying we give thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art said, wast and art to come. Which, uh, which art and which wast and art to come. <laughs> was <laughs> is will be. One more, 16.5, and we're almost done. Revelation 16.5. 16, 5, then mm -hmm. I heard the angel of water say, you are the holy, he is and he was, the mm -hmm. just one. Mm -hmm. So they missed it. And Grandma missed it Bible says this, and I heard the angel of water say, thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and which wast and shalt be. <laughs> <laughs> 16, uh, that's a 17, 5, and uh, shalt be because thou hast judged this. Let me just say this, Scott. Yes. I am excited because I believe that there is a witness within our English Bibles to understand who he was, who he is, and who he will be. I want to challenge people to go and to get their free guide where there's 50 different presentations on the name where you can learn about he who was, he who is, and he will be. Hopefully, people will also support A Root Awakening. Get the book, a prayer, uh, His Hollywood Name Revealed Again, as a way of blessing um, this ministry. I am I, I. I cannot say thank you to you enough. You uh, <laughs> you went around with my crazy, wild <laughs> idea. Let's bring in our Bibles and let's just, <laughs> let's crack them open and go. Let's crack them open. <laughs> Anyways, it's been a blast, and I, I just want to thank you. He is. Uh, he was. This will be. He is Yehovah. He is. Uh, He's amazing, and he loves us in a way that's just. Uh, Mm. Well, we thank you, uh, Keith, very much for coming in. Mm. Uh, you are, of course, covering for Michael, who would love to be here with you, but uh, yeah. he's still healing up and he's doing great. Yeah, looking forward to it. But we're thank you very much for pinch hitting for him very yeah. much. Now, where can people go to support your ministry again? BFAinternational.com. Uh, okay. There's so many free things. Become a free member. Get access to information, inspiration, revelation. Um, that is what I hope people do. That's what I'm pushing for right now is our free people, free members, just to be able to get this information. It's we're at a place now where... Ah, we're, 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 we're breaking through. It's really exciting. Well, thank you for- BFAinternational.com. Thank you for listening to He Was, Is, Will Be. <laughs> good, good, good. He's causing you to say his name. <laughs> we'll get it eventually. I see nothing wrong with that. Folks, that's it's perfect. the meaning of his name it in is. English. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what we need to keep in mind. Yes, All right, yes. Keith, thank you very much thank for you, coming. Friend. All right, thank you for watching. And thank you for watching Shabbat Night Live. And we, uh, we appreciate you. We thank you for making this happen. Thank you for bringing Keith in. We encourage you to go visit him at his website and to uh, bless his ministry as well. And please keep praying for Michael. We very much appreciate yes. it. He'll be back here before you know it. Until then, we'll see you again on Shabbat Night Live next week. Shavuot Tov.